It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, we're joined by Derek Parker of Inside the Thunder because it's Festivus. It's our version of Festivus. We're going to air the grievances for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Plus, how legit are the Thunder sitting here today and react to the next five games for OKC? You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member, editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com. Ryland Styles, follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Hello Thunder Pod. Folks, on today's show, we're joined by Derek Parker, Inside the Thunder website owner and DPark OK on Twitter and DPark on YouTube with some great draft series to discuss all things OKC Thunder. Derek, how are you doing today? I'm doing phenomenally. You know, it's the the holiday season. It hasn't got the best of me yet. I'm still chugging along. Watched the old uh, Jim Carrey Grinch last night. That really revitalized my my spirit. I, you know, I was, I was lacking a little bit on the holiday spirit, and Jim Carrey just kind of thrust me right back into it. So I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I love that. Yeah, look, we've got to go full force into the holiday spirit. I don't know about you, DP, but like in December time recently, doing having doing this for a job now, like it kind of just whizzes by you. It goes right past you and you forget to do all the holiday stuff. So that's why we're doing holiday podcasts this week. Uh, Today's will be a Festivus pod because Seinfeld is my favorite show. Derek, you also really appreciate Seinfeld. We've got our holiday uh, Starbucks drinks, and we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, just act like DP has one. His is from some uh, establishment that uh, I believe that said Casey's, but we won't talk about uh, talk about anyone else here on the show. Derek, I love Seinfeld. It's a festivus for the rest of us. It's time for the airing of grievances. There's not a ton of grievances to air, 
about this Thunder team. There's not a ton of grievances to air about the direction the Thunder are going, and there's not a ton of grievances to air about really anything right now. So I'm going to give you the first crack at it. What's the first? Uh, what's the first thing underneath the Festivus poll? Mm, like you said, airing of grievances, feats of strength, also on the list. Um, also on the list. <laughs> I'll I'll just extend an olive branch to anyone on Twitter that that thinks I am coming for them, that thinks I fought with them regularly. Um, I just I love talking hoops. So if it if it seems like I'm combative or argumentative on Twitter, I promise it's not. I, I just literally love talking ball. So I'll play devil's advocate all day long. I'll I'll take the other side all day long. I love talking ball. I get really bored. So I promise I'm not trying to be mean to you or anything like that. That's my first grievance that I'll air. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's an interesting grievance to self grieve. I mean, I really, I really love that from you. Uh, that's really, that's a really good retrospective, you know, introspective of yourself. But uh, yeah, I mean, I will also air Twitter grievances. Uh, I, I think that with Twitter, uh, there are times where you can get, you can get caught up in the minority of things that happen on Twitter. Where like there are, there is a pocket of of the Thunder fan base that that is very negative. And like they believe that the only way to be objective uh, is via negativity or they just say the things that we've already said. And like, but since they're saying it in a, so in a way more, uh, you know, robust way that, that they think that they're like doing something special. Uh, for example, I, I would say like the whole, uh, you know, needing to, to make a trade or whatever. Right. No one's ever said never to make a trade in the history of uh, what this team is doing, but like, it might not be this year that they make a trade. It might be in the summertime, which is only like six months away. So like we, we are all saying the same thing. It's just not as dire as sometimes it appears there on Twitter. But my grievance is, is like none of that Twitter stuff. My first grievance is actually with the thunder themselves and the thunder organization. And I want everyone to sit around and hear me right now, lock in because I am fed up with this thunder organization. I am, it is despicable what I have had to go through with this team. Because Derek, for the third straight game on Monday, I walk in, I nestle my way up to the to the coffee maker, and there's no Colombian coffee pods. And that, my friends, ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'm sorry. I, I've, I've got to say it. I've got to say it. It's got, we don't ask for much. We don't ask for 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 a billion a billion uh, uh, great things to happen uh, for us, but I would like some Colombian coffee, and, and and it was it was good. It was it might have been uh, off brand or no brand, whatever the brand was, but it was still really good Colombian coffee, and it's gone now. And the only coffee they have is is by a company which is, in my opinion, strictly my opinion, not very good. Uh, it, I'll, I'll give you a hint: there's a color, and there's a uh, and there's a mountain involved. Terrible. It, it, there's a reason why I would never get uh, coffee from a local drive-in establishment here in Oklahoma because that's who who houses their coffee. It's awful. Uh, it's been three straight games. I need it back because not only do they not have the Colombian, my secondary choice was usually the French roast. They had that game number one of the three-game stretch. Now they don't even have that anymore. So I don't know if it's just because we're at the end of the, of the calendar year and it's going to come back soon, which I hope so. But I need it to come back because it really makes the games – uh, more enjoyable for me, and I'd really appreciate it. You know what do I got to do to get a solid cup of Joe around here? Uh, that that that's a big festivus. 
that that is the the lay of the land for for where I'm at with Best of Us this year. I'm gonna air probably one more grievance here, and I'm gonna piggyback off your grievance. Can we say brands on here? Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. Michael Martin's gonna be proud of me for spreading the the reason for the season, the gospel, if you will. <laughs> Why can't we get Dr. Pepper in the media workroom? It, it, it is like the number one sold soda. Uh, listen, root beer's fine. Sprite's fine. Coke is fine. I can do Coke every once in a while. Why can't I have my barbecue water? I'll, I'll take it off the air. That's my grievance. What's funny is like you and I are, are never any troublemakers, but this is totally going to get us like in trouble for saying <laughs> stuff like this, I guess. But I, I will say with the Dr. Pepper thing, at least that's like, I think that's like a partnership deal. Cause I'm I believe, sure it is. I'm totally that, like Paycom's like a Coke company, you know, Coke arena. Right. Well, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, it plays both sides though. You know, oh, it's a switch hitter, huh? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It's Coke and Pepsi, which is the reason why I'm befuddled here. Okay. You caught me. I was trying to defend. I was trying to be, uh, <laughs> I was trying to be on the side of the Paycom center, but you can't no, for, for anyone that's watching this completely joking. The, yeah, the thunder are, uh, completely great on that side of things in every way, completely accommodating. They're wonderful people. And I love them. Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. And you know what they do great, by the way, on the coffee front creamers, <laughs> they have every creamer known to man. They have every creamer known to man. They have my favorite, which is Italian cream, but then they also have like, you know, these little like, uh, what do you want to call them? Specialty creams, which is a lot of fun too. And they have like the cutest little cups too to put your coffee in. But anyway, moving forward with Festivus, Derek, let's go back to you. What's another Festivus item you want to, that you want to lay at the feet? Hmm. I want to move on to feats of strength here. I think, uh, I just want to say Chet Holmgren has been absolutely unbelievable. I'm going to, I'm going to swap to basketball talk, unfortunately on the basketball podcast. I obviously not, there was no calling Chet Holmgren. Like he was the number two overall pick probably should have gone number one in his own draft, just like based off what he is, what he, he can be. But dude, he is so unbelievable. And I, again, don't want to say I called it or anything, but like, I feel like I, my eval there, I, I really felt good about, you know, I did a, a heat check on him initially, and then I did a redux heat check on him. And I, I went back and watched it the other day. And I nailed a lot of things that I think have translated pretty quickly. Not again, not that I thought he would be this good this fast, but that'll be my feet of strength because I don't I don't showboat on myself often, but that'll be it. Feet of strength for me, I'm going to take it down to. uh to a, a little ways to the east, let's say. Um, particularly today, uh, the the southeast. Uh, but most of the time, in, in this case, it's going to be the south. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the east, north, northeast. Typically, the north goes in front of the east. Uh, you know, a lot of famous things have happened in our country, in Delaware. You have the crossing of the Delaware River with George Washington. You have congressional hearings, and you have Darius Baisley, who today dropped 43 points and 18 rebounds and two assists and three steals and six blocks today for the Delaware Bluecoats. My Delaware Bluecoats, feet of strength, Darius Baisley, never going to give you up, never going to let you down, never going to turn around and desert you in the G League Winter Showcase in front of all those scouts. Darius Baisley showed why 
He's building block bays. Give him a chance. Little nice little salty little 12th man on your bench. You can do a lot worse. You can do a lot worse. Darius Baisley. Hey, by the way, rebounding, rebounding, rebounding. 18 rebounds today for the kid. Just yeah, saying. 18 rebounds. 18 rebounds. 18 rebounds points? today. 43 points. 43 points. A, 18 rebounds, up, six blocks. Folks, he put up a Jerry Stackhouse plus, plus a uh who was number one? That's really good, I guess. Why am I blanking on this? I should have scripted that part out better. Uh, who wears number one in NBA history? In NBA Guys history? Who wore number one? Uh, this is this is terrible uh, podcasting, but now... Anthony kinda... Edwards. Is he number one? Please, God, yeah. let him be Anthony Anthony Edwards. number one. Yeah. He put up a Jerry Stackhouse plus an Anthony Edwards today. <laughs> For the Delaware Bluecoats against the Texas Legends, who, by the way, don't sleep on the Legends. A lot of NBA guys down there. Justin Jackson, number one, Thunder Legend. A couple of Thunder Legends cutting it up down there in the G. That's my feat of strength for, for this year uh, for Festivus. No, my actual feat of strength uh, is Casey Wallace. I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, but I'll do it anyway. If you go back and listen to the training camp pods, I kept telling you this team, from what we're hearing... This team really believes in him. They really trust him. The players like him. He can really play. He can really fit in. And what does he do? While everyone was wondering, could he fit in the rotation? He's not only been a staple of the rotation, but he's been the swing starter for when this team needs somebody. That's why he's the feat of strength for me. A couple rookies on there for us. You got Chet. I got Case and Wallace. Uh, this was a debacle of a segment, but a beautiful one. And you look, you know, you do a daily podcast. Sometimes you swing and sometimes you miss. All right. But, but a few times you connect. And I believe fully the people of my podcast that we will rebuild and we will connect on this next segment. But first, what it's here right now, but good friends over at eBay Motors. Derek, eBay Motors is great. You want to know why? Of course you do. Because eBay Motors gives you, folks, it gives you the perfect fit for your ride, the guaranteed fit. That way you can save yourself some time. And what we're going to do is as we partner with Josh Lloyd of Lockdown Fantasy Basketball, we're going to give you the eBay guaranteed fit for your roster, of your fantasy roster. And so here are some picks from Josh Lloyd that can help you, no matter if you're in a season-long league, a daily fantasy league, uh, or anything in between, you know, that they can help you out. And so the first one, Brandon Pazimski. I mean, he's he's looking good for the Warriors. Uh, came to town not too long ago. Uh, Tari Eason is another one. Grayson Allen, James Wiseman, and Malachi Branham are the other picks that Josh has to click for your fantasy team. And I don't know about you, Derek, but if you can get Tari Eason on your team at this point, I would go ahead and do that, and that's who I would pick this week for my eBay guaranteed fit for your roster. So, folks, eBay guaranteed fit is only available in U.S., of course, eligible items only, but why I love it is I don't know anything about cars. And so all I got to know is my make, my model, my year. When I put those things in, it's only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I'm not wasting time, effort, or money on things I cannot use or, or, or things I don't want for my car and everything else uh, like that. So check out today at eBay Motors. Keep your ride or die alive at eBay Motors. It's the eBay guaranteed fit uh, available for U.S. customers, eligible items only, and exclusions do apply. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. We've got the silly stuff out of the way. Derek Parker, uh, who runs InsideTheThunder.com. Now, let's switch back into 
more buttoned up basketball topic as the, but the best we can, we don't really button up too much. You and I, but uh, Derek, how legit is this Thunder team? Just in general, like your overall thoughts on this Thunder team. Can it be this good this fast? I mean, it can and it is, you know, the, the Thunder are very obviously legit. I, I don't know what other people's definition of that will be. Are they true, like bona fide contenders? Probably not. Are they a dang good basketball team right now? This second December 20th, 2023. Yes, they are. You don't get to 17 and eight without being a good basketball team. I think they clearly have very replicable pathways towards future success in the MVP candidate. That is Shea, the budding potential future MVP candidate that could be Chet Holmgren. They've got Jalen Williams, two way emerging superstar. They've got Kaysen Wallace, rookie who is leading the league, I believe, still in guard true shooting percentage. So they're legit. Again, maybe not bona fide contenders as of yet, but they're a great basketball team, and it, it's been a blast watching them. Yeah, I, I don't believe that the Thunder are going to be championship contenders. So if that's the only way that you view a team to be legit, uh, then they're just not going to get there. And I don't believe that they're a trade away from getting there. I, I believe that they are you know, experience away from getting there. Because I, I just... This could be silly, and, and we could wind up looking back on this conversation uh, with with egg on my face. I don't think we will, but we could. But I believe that you've got to go through with the postseason. And like this is a head coach who's never coached a playoff series, much less had to navigate three playoff series in a row, right? Like so, he's never coached one a series. This is a team who doesn't really have true playoff experience. Now, now look, Shea played in a seven game series. Uh, with the, the Clippers against the Warriors and got to experience playing the Warriors on the road. That's great experience. Uh, Shea and Dort both uh, got, got to play in the bubble. That's great experience for them uh, just playing in a series in general. But they were completely different versions of themselves. The, the, the leading player, head of the scouting report, being that caliber of guy, Shea's never done that before in the postseason. Not to say that he can't or not to say that he'll struggle. He'll still probably be incredible in the postseason because – I don't really know how you take him away. He's it's not as though you can just limit them to the half court because he's good in the half court. And it's not as though you can take away his three-point shot because he doesn't utilize it either way. And if you just hound him, that's how he scores naturally anyway. But I'm just saying it is still different to go through that. And then plus you're relying on chat, you're relying on uh J dub and other guys who just haven't been there before. So I, I believe that you've got to walk through some of those things before you can just outright win a championship. With that being said. I still think that this team's legit of like, this is going to be a top four team in the West. Um, you know, of course the, the margin for error will be only a game or two. So give or take a spot, but like this team, absolutely. Even though they're so young uh, can, and I think that they will get home court advantage in the Western conference playoffs, uh, you know, at least for the first round. Uh, what will they do with that is yet to be determined, but like this team, as I said to you on our preview show, this team is built for the uh, regular season. And you got to go from there. You got to start somewhere. And they've started out making that, making that big leap uh, and looking like actual true contenders, you could say, in, in one realm. But again, contenders is depending on how you how you want to uh, quantify it. But they're going to be this good all season long, of course, health permitting. Yeah, I think to your point, I fully agree that playoff experience is basically a must before you become a contender. And it doesn't... I don't mean to say that they need to go to the Western Conference Finals this year to be able to be a contender next year, but a vast portion of this roster simply does not have the experience of playing a team as many as four, five, six, seven times in a row. 
and the different battles and, and tribulations that come with that. Like it is just a totally different experience. The game speeds up drastically. It can slow down drastically. It is a different animal entirely. And again, to your point, I don't think a trade necessarily nixes that. Let's say in some random theory that they do go get Lori Markinen. Lori Markinen is not going to be the difference between a first or second round exit and making the NBA finals this year. That's just that's just not how it works in terms of the people that want win now stuff. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't go make a trade this year and add that to the the portion of players that they want to be experienced for the future with this core. But yeah, I I think again, they need more games under their belt in general. You know, the Thunder are all about sample sizes. Mark Dagnall is really big on sample sizes. And right now we know that they're a good team, but we don't know how good they can be. And we also haven't really seen them hit a rough stretch, one that could be coming up. So it, it's an interesting thought experiment for sure. Yeah, and, and this is going to be an interesting stretch that's going to come up. We're going to talk about that stretch, which will really uh, test their mettle. And I, I think that, as you mentioned, the trade aspect of things, uh, if they were to trade for somebody and, and make it a big splash, that still is not like this. There is no win now move this year. Now there's a move that you can make like Lori, like trading for Lori uh, would be for more than just this year, but it would mainly doing it now would mainly just be like, Hey, this is more time that you can have with him to mesh and to hopefully uh, gel with this young team versus, Hey, now you're going to go win in June. I don't think that there's a trade out there that they can go win in June, like just on paper. Now they could be one of those anomaly surprise teams that actually bucks all these trends and does do it, but that would be something sort of unforeseen. Uh, but as far as, as far as this tr trade deadline, even with as good as they've been you know, top five in both offense and defense and net rating uh, top, top, you know, six, seven in the clutch, everything else, as good as they've been, I still don't believe that this trade deadline will have anything uh, to write home about necessarily. I still believe that like the trade deadline will look a little bit housekeepy of like, yeah, you, know, you might dump Poku in a, you know, in a couple seconds for some version of, of Dario Saric level player. Like overall, it's not going to be anything to write home about. My goal would be, hey, it'd be really cool to get Kelly Olynyk in OKC. I don't, however, that might happen. But uh, what what is what is your kind of thought process on how this deadline might take shape? I've gone back and forth. You know, at the beginning of the year, I would have said exactly what you said, and that I don't think there's a big splash this year. But I do think there is some merit to this team has been better than probably almost anybody expected. Like I think even the masterminds that were in charge of putting this roster together that really believe that they can be championship level eventually probably were not expecting a 17 and eight start. And so there is some merit, I think to, okay, well, plans can change and we can go get a guy that can really, really help this team right now. My issue with it is not as much that they don't want to. It's that the players on the trade market right now simply aren't the ones that they want to make the big splash for. They've got all these picks, but in reality, there's going to be one big splash with this team. They're going to have the capability to add one star to superstar level guy to this core of who we probably consider a big three at this point. And Lori's great. He fits great. He would be amazing on this team. Is that who you want the one splash to be? Essentially one of the first guys to come on the open market, Lori Markinen, who is kind of unproven in especially a playoff sense. He's been the number one guy for one season. He was an all-star. That's great. Didn't make an all-NBA team. Didn't make it to the playoffs. 
I just don't know if Lori Markkinen is the the big splash that this organization is necessarily hoping for, especially when you factor in that Ainge is going to double his his price. I just look at the trade market landscape right now, and I think that guy isn't up for grabs right now. You know, the Heat are probably not shopping Bam Adebayo at all, especially right now for a couple of years. But they they might be in 2026, 2027. I think you hold out for a guy like that that potentially fits your system better, that you could hang on to longer, that you know what Chet Holmgren looks like a little more at that point. I, it's more about what's on the market right now than getting into the market in general. Yeah, I, I think that the bottom line is I think Sam Presti has everyone kind of right where he wants them because you can either you can either view it through the company line of like, got to finish the breakfast or you can view it as like, hey, this team's much better than anticipated and they need to go uh, help bolster this roster right now. And at the end of the day, like Sam Presti has shown that like he'll be very unpredictable. Like you cannot predict exactly what he's going to do. Uh, you can look at, you know, the Paul George trade where he came out of nowhere and went and, and made a big splash for Paul George. Uh, and you can look at the Paul George trade where he, he traded him to, to L.A. And that was, you know, of course, a historic trade uh, in both directions. But nonetheless, like Sam Presti it's hard to ever predict what he's going to do. And so I, I hesitate to, to kind of make a, this is for sure what's going to happen. And if you don't think this is going to happen, you're a clown because I don't, I don't believe that the national media is just making stuff up, but I do believe that they're hearing it from other teams, right? At the same token, you know, locally you're hearing the same sort of like, Oh, but Sam Presti said, yeah, he said that he said that, you know, half a year ago now. And yeah. like the lots changed in half a year. So to act as though Sam Presti, you can't act as though Sam Presti is this forward thinking uh, genius while also handcuffing him to what he said six months ago. So at the end of the day, if a deal presents itself that, that, that the Thunder think that would improve their team, they're going to go take it. If it doesn't present itself, then they're not going to. And so we're not really going to be privy to that until it already happens. Uh, and so we can sit here and like point to any, any direction, right. Of, of, in hindsight. And that's, what's what, that's, what's going to be. It's going to be all about hindsight. Like if he doesn't make a move, then we're all going to get on our respective platforms and say, see, he told you he wasn't going to make a move. And if he does make a move, then we're all going to say, see, Sam Presti's a mastermind of deception and you can never believe anything. And, and he, uh, this team is better than expected. And here we go. So, just relax and, and just enjoy <laughs> what's going to happen because we don't know. We think we know. We pretend we know. We don't know. It's a. It's either what the national media is hearing from all the other thirty teams or what we're hearing locally, and they oftentimes conflict. And they and you just throw your hands up and let's let's see what happens. So, if I had to guess, though, if I was predicting again, I would predict like Kelly Olynyk is like the level of player that might happen at the deadline. But you know, we'll see. We'll see if Sam Presti pull something else off. First, we're going to get into our next five games that we're going to preview for this Thunder team, which is going to be, I think, a testament. I think that by New Year's Eve, we'll know. We'll know just exactly how we feel about this Thunder team uh, and more. But first one's here right now. But again, friends, over at BetterHelp, folks. BetterHelp is great. Uh, go to betterhelp.com slash NBA. And when you do, uh, you can go there because they have licensed therapists there for you. And, you know, therapy is important to talk to somebody to, to get whatever kind of uh, help you might need and just kind of help you through uh, your daily life. And what I love about BetterHelp is that BetterHelp is completely online. And so with it being completely online, it is it is fixed around your schedule. 
uh, and around when you're available and they can help you uh, through that. So if you've been really wanting to see the benefits of therapy, but you just feel like you're too overwhelmed with life of like, hey, it's moving too fast. I can't, I can't like find time to do something. With it being totally online, they can work it around fully your schedule. So you can find that open pocket here or there every week and you can go jump in and uh and have have a session with BetterHelp. And with BetterHelp, you go there, you do this kind of questionnaire and you fill it out, and then they match you with a therapist. But if that therapist is not a perfect match for you, no problem. You can just go and get a new therapist over and over again until at no extra charge until you find the one that's compatible with you and one that you feel comfortable with uh, and one that you really want to to move forward with at no additional charge. So it's truly all about you, your needs, and your timing. Uh, so go there right now uh, to betterhelp.com slash locked in MBA. When you do that today, you get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P.com slash locked in MBA. And when you do that, you get 10% off of your first month over there at BetterHelp. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're back on the Locked On Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Derek, we've talked Festivus. We've talked Dr. Pepper. We've talked coffee. We've talked how legit OKC is and trades. I want to hit you with three more questions. And then we're going to preview the next five games. Rapid fire here. Number one, Chet Holmgren, all-star as a rookie, yes or no? Oh, is it rapid fire answer? No, you can, okay. just, you can do whatever you want to do. It's your show, DP. <laughs> He's close. He's really close. I think the important part, to me at least, Probably not to fans who who really want the accolades and things like that. The important part is that he's playing like one, like point blank, full stop, period. He's playing like an all star. He's impacting every single ball game as an all star would every single night, defensively, offensively, cohesively, everything. Now, is that necessarily going to translate to the actual NBA all star game in his first year? Probably not by a very close margin. I think there's a couple guys right there with him who are really, really close who might get the nod because they're maybe a 1A on a, a slightly worse team, maybe the Shangoons, those type. But it's going to be close. And again, he's playing with all-star impact, so who cares? Enjoy it. So I think that he is going to meet the all-star team, but but we're not going to debate that right here. I agree with you fully of even if the best that you're going to get to say about this season is what we said about Shea a couple of years ago, where like he is playing at an all-star caliber level. He just was not selected for the team. That right there is just, it's purely enough because if this is how good he is already, and we've heard all the things about his work ethic, we've heard how much of a hoop junkie he is, how hard he works, but now we're seeing it because now we're getting some data points of him playing uh, the same big man, the same team uh, twice in a row or, or, or spread out over a month. And you're seeing in real time the adjustments he's able to make to those matchups. That's enough. That is enough if this is his starting point for what uh, the future holds for what he can become. And if he can go and continue to climb, continue to climb, then you're seeing how scary 
uh, this Thunder ceiling can be. Now, Derek, rapid fire now, number two, who's your number one 2024 NBA draft big board target? For the Thunder? For the Thunder. Hmm. It's a good question. And it really depends on, I guess, what range they're in. Right now, I guess, even with the Rockets and Clippers picks, you're probably still looking at anyone from 10 to 20. My number one target, I'll go flip just because I think it would be so fun to see the kind of lineup versatility that you could roll out with an offensive minded four next to Chet Holmgren. I think that would present so many fun opportunities. He's a good rebounder. Of course, defensive woes are there, but when Chet's getting seven blocks, eight blocks, does it matter? So I like a guy who can stretch the floor, score in the paint, because the Thunder doesn't, to this point, really have somebody like that. I think Flip is a little underrated in, in this class in terms of what he can be. I'll go Kyle Filipowski, Duke, power forward center. Okay, last one before we get into our the next five games. Give me your give me your perfect Christmas day. This has got to be rapid fire. Don't even think. Don't even think. I need a Christmas treat, which is either something to eat or drink. Song, movie, activity. Go. Christmas treat is my Mimi's Santa cookies. They're wonderful. They're in the shape of Santa. They have chocolate chips for eyes and icing all over. And I just love them. Uh, what was the other stuff? Drink. No, you you already picked you picked your treat already. So okay, now you treat. move on to a uh, song. Song Malakaliki Maka, classic. Good in the summertime. Good in the winter. Doesn't matter. Perfect. Movie, Movie is probably Christmas Vacation, which you reminded me of is my um, favorite movie the other night. Thank you for that. Um, activity. Activity. I was. Granted, as a child, a couple of dirt bikes. So I have like vivid memories of riding dirt bikes. I don't really have an activity that I do every year, but like that would be fun. I might need to like bring that back in my adulthood, like on Christmas Day, just go ride some dirt bikes, man. Wow, what a what a what a daredevil you are! <laughs> All right, let's look at the next five games for OKC. Uh, up first, Clippers t- tonight in the Paycom Center. Clippers on the second night of back to back. Then the Lakers, then the Timberwolves, then the Knicks, then the Nuggets. Clippers on the second night of back-to-back tonight. The Thunder will be on the second night of back-to-back against the Knicks. How will the Thunder fare in, against this stretch? All four of the first four games are at home. Then they end on the road in Denver. Yeah, I mean, this is I mean, this is a tough, tough stretch. The Clippers have really settled in following the James Harden trade. The Lakers are built to win basketball games with two of the best players in the entire league. Wolves don't even need to talk about it. They are probably the best team in the NBA right now. Knicks are a good basketball team. Nuggets are the defending champs and very hard to beat on a nightly basis. I lean two and three or three and two. Uh, Shooting variance is going to be a huge, huge part of this just simply because if OKC can shoot well in two of these games, they're going to win two of those games quite easily. I don't think they're going to be a bad three-point shooting team for five straight games. And then they're good enough, four games at home. You can steal some of these, certainly. I lean optimistic. I'll go three and two. Yeah, that's exactly why I pick three and two as well is because four of them are at home and there's potential sleepwalking of like, Clippers sleepwalking just just a dud of a game. Lakers, 
it's December 23rd. You know, you're about to about to go play, uh, you know, a Christmas Day game. <laughs> you know, you can see them kind of sleepwalk as well. Uh, and then you, then it comes down to can you can you steal one from Wolves or Knicks or Nuggets again on the road? And then with the Nuggets, I don't think that this will happen, but they're always susceptible to just like not caring certain games. We've seen that. Uh, even whenever OKC was at their lowest, where like the the the, the, the uh, Nuggets just didn't care and they just didn't play worth anything, and the Thunder were able to steal one. So I'll go three wins, but you're right; it's somewhere between the the, the, the coin the coin floss the coin toss of three uh, or two wins in this stretch, and then they'll have their annual uh, New Year's Eve game against the Nets, and away we go for the 2024 edition of this schedule. But Derek, thanks for joining us. Tell them where they can find all of your great stuff at. Yeah, you can uh, you can fight with me on Twitter, dparkok. Boy, do people do. <laughs> Read my writing over at insidethethunder.com or Draft Digest on the Sports Illustrated Fan Nation channels. YouTube is picking back up January 1st. Maybe not the 1st, but as of January 1st, it will be weekly uploads yet again. I've already made the schedule. I'm holding myself to it. YouTube, Derek-Parker. It's going to be primarily draft stuff. That's it. I cannot wait for that. You've got to check out Derek Parker's YouTube channel. Uh, I did save his channel one time. No big deal. No big deal. But, uh, Derek, it's going to be great to have you back on YouTube. And, of course, great to see you tonight in the Baycom Center. Until tomorrow, be good and be good. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.